For the first time ever, I was fearful. My stomach turned, my knees buckled, and my lips quivered at the sight of my Mickey. I did my best to play it cool. Mr. X running back? What a pleasant surprise. Pleasant, huh? How dare you, bitch? Evidently, I have eyes of trickery. As I have sought for the passing times of intimacy without dying, or have died, or even death. My legs also have deceived me, being guided into the light of past flame and doughtiness of delirium to empathize with their treats of love to love not. Each first of the previous one hath kept one of my many lives, thus leading to my desolation and destruction of blitheness with my natural being, thus this being is adhering to wounds. Therefore, the last of the future may be condensed with appearance and immunity. For this being past darkness and seeking to consume, overlapping the blemish to appear in perfect form. And never to them even by midnight may a blemish be seen. Hello to the souls of control, the pitiless beauties who push away your protector, and the lads of chaotic love. This is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. And as we are learning, Mickey's can be quite intrusive to the mind, body, and soul of wanderers. What is in a wanderer? Someone who seeks love without affection and their imperfection becomes aggressive without attention. What is in attention? Oh, but the commitment of time. So say you dare not walk away initially. When you walk away, there is deceit. Leaving the wanderer's mind solo for some time to grow out of anger. Angered for a wanderer's wander. They should be the one to say, game over. Bitch, who the fuck you talking to? You. Well, at least you got the name right. The fuck do you want? So you do this often? What often? You know good and goddamn well what I'm talking about. You left me. There I was, woke up to an empty bed, empty room, no note, no letter, no number. Only a memory of barbaric sex with a kiss on my mirror. Hey, you lonely love, becoming less fearful and more fearless. 
I realized that the man that stood before me was an antagonizing pain from my love from that night. His fucking feelings were laid to rest, and even in death, that somehow destroyed him. I yanked away my arm and placed my right hand on his neck. I got so close to his face, I damn near kissed him. Did I hurt your feelings, love? He pushed me back hard against the wall with a face of disappointment. Everything he was doing, I could physically feel and knew I would feel it in the morning. So I didn't back down. How did your sorry ass find me anyway? Sorry? Bitch, is everything okay? Sir, back up. Miss, should I call the police? How sweet. An innocent bystander came to my rescue having no clue that it was I who ripped this man a new asshole that he wasn't even accustomed to. Thank you, but it's just a disagreement and my driver is outside. I'll see to it that you get in safe. Back up, sir. Yo, get the fuck off of me. Miss, please. He took my hand gently and whisked me away from my aggressor. I couldn't bear to look at Mr. X running back's face, but I could feel the heat on my back from him piercing me with his eyes. This isn't over. I knew that. But I safely entered my driver's car with a smirk on my face. Thank you, love. He leaned in the car, making sure no one else was a threat. Miss, I don't know what happened, but please be safe. Where did this protector come from? He was quite handsome. He looked mixed, high yellow, with wavy, sandy brown hair. Hazel almond-shaped eyes, full lips, and a wide nose. He wore a gray suit with a black button-up underneath and a black, red, gray striped tie. I wouldn't have expected his hand in a fight. He was sizable to Mr. X running back. So that battle would have been a Showtime exclusive. He handed me his business card. He had his own construction business. I'm Andre. If you ever want to talk or need protection, please call me. Thank you. I was afraid to go home, although I lived in a gated community, the scenario just rubbed me the wrong way. Plus, I needed to blow off steam. I decided to go downtown to do some much-needed shopping for a couple of hours. I went to every store I loved and purchased at least one thing from each. My total bill ended up being a whooping 18400 but I paid in cash. It was definitely worth it. After my high from shopping and the drinks the brand ambassadors gave while I tried on clothes, I went home lit. The clouds are privy, so beautiful the dark night, it alleviates my pain. The tropic wind tackles my ears so that screams from years past are unleashed. 
I hear them, yet they see me. They undress me piece by piece as I do watch how each demon abandons my diminishing body. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They hearkened to my spirit oppressing my mind, imprisoning my heart to hold me in captivity, disabling me to console me. But at this hour and the same time of feeling feeble, I feel more powerful. Miss D, good evening. A package came in today. Thank you. I lifted a light blue box tied with a red ribbon into the back of the vehicle as my driver drove me to my home. I finally looked down at my phone to see 10 missed calls, 10 messages. I entered my humble abode, placed the gift on the mantle in my room, and proceeded for a soak in the jacuzzi. I thought long and hard about my day, my aggressor, the ex-running back. What else did he know about me? I wondered if he actually knew my address and who sent me this gift. Why was he so mad? Then I thought about Andre, my protector. Was he serious? Whatever I needed? I thought of him running his own business. That made me skeptical of how available he actually could be. I called Miss Optimistic Bitch. Hey girl, you feeling any better? Yes. What's wrong? I guess she could tell in my voice I was leery, so I tried my best to disguise. Girl, I'm good. Still recovering, you know how that is. <laughs> what happened with you and Mr. Hunk of Chocolate? Girl, he was the perfect gentleman. He helped me clean off and sought to it that I made it home safe. I think he kind of likes me. Ooh, this bitch found a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, stop. Nah, what's up? You hardly ever call. You okay? I second-guess myself. Perhaps the transpiring of events and alcohol finally got to me. Yeah, just wanted you to know I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. Besides, I'm about to pass out, so I called to check in. <laughs> good thing you did. All right, girl, laters. Before I headed to bed for much-needed R&R, I took the gift I got, this blue box with a red ribbon. I opened it. The fuck? Inside laid a small brown teddy bear, torn in its chest. Inside its chest was a fake heart with hand-sewn stitches down the middle. I don't know what this meant, but I was getting more terrified by the second. She was bound to her home a predestined muse of sadness because they did not love her. Each one came and went, hour after hour, night 
after night. She only had her mornings to mourn for her ruptured heart. Pale was she so, that the flickering candle reflected off her smoothly poisoned skin to make her look as if she were tan. Her clothes bled. Day after day, night after night, as she seduced them with her rosy red feathered lips. Blossomed, she did not, for it was routine she was accustomed. Therefore, she drowned in her bed from the leak in her soul and died by the hand of her own beauty. Did Mr. X running back send the package? If so, how does he know where she lives? And who called 10 times, leaving 10 messages? Where did Andre come from? All of this is a bit much, and we still need to know why the fuck Mr. X running back was so damn pissed. Men pull one night stands all the time. Fellas, how do you feel when a woman one night stands? You. This is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. Until next time, loves. <laughs>